Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On today's episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, we'll be talking about this invasive species that has taken over Florida. Welcome to the Mystery Kids podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Mystery Kids podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here, and I wanted to do a quick shout out for our newest Patreon members. Thank you to Charlotte, James, and Paige. Thank you for being a Patreon and supporting this podcast. Every single month, you get two bonus episodes for $5 a month, and that is a steal of a deal, and I'm so grateful to have you guys as members of our new Patreon. On today's episode, we are discussing what invasive species is taking over Florida. Now, Florida is an absolutely beautiful state. I'm a little jealous of it right now because we've got snow all over the ground and they don't. So the wonderful state of Florida is known as the Sunshine State. It was the 27th state to join our United States. The capital is Tallahassee, but the biggest city is Jacksonville. Florida is a peninsula. That means it's almost completely surrounded by water. Its northernmost edge is connected to Alabama and in the northwest and Georgia in the northeast. Um, If you take a swim off of Florida's west coast, you'll be in the Gulf of Mexico. And if you dive in on the east coast, you'll be splashing into the Atlantic Ocean. So off the south coast, you'll be swimming in the Straits of Florida. The northern upland part of the state is very hilly, but you'll find caves and sinkholes in the northwest Mariana lowlands. Then they have the coastal plains that contain sandy beaches, islands, coral reefs, and in the south, you can canoe through the famous Everglades National Park, which is swampy, wildlife-filled marshland that covers 1.5 million acres. And off the southernmost tip of the state are the Florida Keys, which is a group of about 1,700 tiny islands called the Archipelago. Florida has a very intensive wildlife that includes mammals like armadillos, black bears, and the Florida panthers, reptiles such as alligators, crocodiles, and snakes, sea life such as the manatee, sea turtles, dolphins, whales, and birds such as the raptor, owls, cranes, and Florida state bird, the mockingbird. So let's talk about this invasive 
species. So invasive species is something that lives somewhere that is not supposed to be there. So it's not the normal habitat for this specific creature. So imagine living in Florida and you have this predator that's not supposed to be there that's invading your space and it can grow up to 20 feet long is as round as a telephone pole and this intruder eats everything it can swallow. It's been known to swallow animals twice its size. Small and medium-sized animals are no match for this fiend that is wreaking havoc on the ecosystem in Florida. This creature is known as the Burmese python. Almost 30 years ago, in August of 1992, a hurricane called Hurricane Andrew, which was a Category 5 storm, devastated the state of Florida. Now, what does this have to do with the pythons? Well, during that storm, there was a python breeding facility that was destroyed, which released countless snakes into the nearby swamps. But that's not the only thing that created this big problem. Some pet owners and exotic animal exhibitors in the U.S. also had a hand in this epidemic. In fact, in the 1980s, as native of Southeast Asia, pythons were part of the exotic pet trade. They started to share the Burmese python with this part of the world because of its size and novelty. Then they began to sell them to these people in Florida, and they found these pets very difficult to care for because it can measure up to 15 to 20 feet in length, and it's really expensive to care for a pet that gets that large. Many of these people decided that it was easier to let them loose than to find someone else to take care of them. It's now illegal to import or purchase by Burmese pythons in Florida. And in 2010, the state made python pen ownership illegal. In 2012, a U.S. geological survey found that after Hurricane Andrew hit, the storm increased the Burmese python invasion. Raccoon opossums populations ended up decreasing by 99% in the area, and some species of rabbit and foxes actually became extinct in this area. Because the python's only natural-born predator of this area is an alligator. One of the biggest problems is that one female python can lay up to 100 eggs per year. And a python's lifespan can extend to 15 years. So there's an estimated of 100,000 Burmese pythons that are currently inhabiting the Florida Everglades. In trying to take control of this whole situation, the government of Florida has tried to control the growing python population by hiring hunters and allowing open season for the snakes all year long. Florida residents are allowed to catch and kill Burmese pythons by any means necessary with no permits required, especially on private land but they are just able to repopulate faster than they can be caught. So let's talk about what the Burmese python is like. It's one of the largest snakes in the world and is best known for the way they catch and eat their food. The snake uses its sharp rearward pointing teeth to seize its prey and then it coils its body around the animal, squeezing it a little tighter with each exhale until the animal ends up suffocating. The stretchy ligaments in their jaws allow them to swallow animals up to five times times as wide as their head. 
Burmese pythons are carnivores. They mostly eat small mammals and birds, but exceptionally large pythons may search for larger food items like pigs or goats. And pythons have been known to attack and even eat alligators. They have very poor eyesight, so instead they stalk their prey using chemical receptors in their tongues and heat sensors along their jaws. Burmese pythons are among the largest snakes on earth. They are able to reach 23 feet or 7 meters or even more in length and can weigh up to 200 pounds or 90 kilograms with a girth as big as a telephone pole. And young Burmese pythons will spend equal time on ground and in the trees. But as they grow larger, they spend more time on land because the trees can't hold their weight anymore. Florida's the perfect place for them because of all the marshes. So they are excellent swimmers and can stay submerged or underwater for up to 30 minutes. So we already talked about that they are able to reproduce up to 100 eggs per year, which they incubate for about two to three months. And to keep their eggs warm, they continually contract or shiver their muscles. And when the baby snakes hatch, they use their special egg tooth to cut their way out of their egg, and then the mother leaves. The newly hatched eggs babies, pythons, will often remain inside its egg until it finishes shedding its first shed of skin, and then it will hunt for its meal all by itself. The Burmese python is actually the second largest snake, with the only larger snake being the green anaconda. So even though this is the prime idea of real estate for the Burmese python to move to Florida, to be in the marshes and the Everglades, it's just a perfect combination for them to live there. The problem is they weren't meant to live there. So many mammal populations are really suffering because there is nothing to kill these Burmese pythons. The Burmese python is native to South Asia and is listed as vulnerable or on the red list, meaning that their extinction level is high in this specific area. In Hong Kong, it's actually a protected species under the Wild Animals Protection Ordinance. It's also protected in Thailand, Vietnam, China, and Indonesia. But in Florida, they are thriving, and the Floridan people are not happy about it. They estimate they could have about 10,000 or maybe hundreds of thousands of Burmese pythons loose. It's really important to remember where wildlife is supposed to be and to not interfere. And that's what the Burmese python has really taught the scientific community, how much these snakes, these really large snakes, can wreak havoc on the Everglades and how they are slowly dis- destroying the ecosystem there. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you could do me a huge favor and head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We love to get them and we love to read them. Thank you for everything you do. And if you want more pictures or books or information, I will have that on the website in the show notes below. Thank you for supporting this podcast and we'll see you on the next episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. Thanks for listening.